Coming to you from somewhere in Southwest Virginia. Welcome to Nebula Calling. Melding science, sci-fi, and spirituality. I'm your host, Matthew Gregory. Welcome. You are among friends. Okay. Let's get the party started. Each week here on the Nebula Calling podcast, we will take a look at the latest holistic news, as well as take a deep dive into a topic with or without a guest. And hey, as always, we welcome your comments. Email us at thequantum at nebulacalling.com, and you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash mattg.nebula, Twitter at mattg underscore nebula, Instagram is mgregory7spock, and of course, visit us on the web at nebulacalling.com. Hey, I'm going to give a quick shout out to Greg and Shannon Wells. They are longtime listeners of myself and Nebula Calling. And their daughter McKenna is graduating from my high school here in Salem, Virginia, and will be attending my alma mater at Radford University in the fall. So, congratulations to McKenna. And I'm hoping that that is the extent of her following in my footsteps. She doesn't want to go down that road, trust me. Okay. Buckle up. Here we go for paralytic, um, paraholistic news for 525.21, although it may paralyze you. So I got a pair of Bigfoot stories, right? Um, the first one is in Australia, and they call Bigfoot Yowie. And these guys have got some convincing thermal imaging shots of two of them. I picked this one up off coast to coast. Um, if you go out there and take a look, it's pretty convincing. Now, they superimpose uh, one of the thermal images with uh, as a means of um, analysis and comparison, thermal imaging of themselves or part of their crew. So you can see that this thing's like two foot taller than they are. Um, very intriguing. Could be fake. I don't think that this is fake, and it would be hard to fake, but seasoned Yowie hunter Dean Harrison, who was the leader of the investigation, says that they have this specialized camera equipment that they use. It's FLIR, basically, and they pick up heat signatures that can obviously correlate um, both uh, picking up heat from animals or something that gives off heat as opposed to trees and whatnot. Um, these things, uh, in reference to trees in the area where they filmed it, appear to be nine foot tall. Um, but go check it out. It's on Coast to Coast. And if you go to their news articles, you'll see it there. Let's go to our next story, which is another Bigfoot story. Now, in this one, this is in Ohio. This is where a woman coming, she's at one of the 24-hour gyms comes out of there and encounters a Bigfoot. This is in Ashland, Ohio. The woman's 20 years old. Don't have a video. She wasn't carrying a FLIR camera, but at around midnight on April 24th, she was walking across the well-lit car park when the sound of a twig snapping grabbed her attention. Looking up, she caught sight of a large bipedal ape-like creature covered in gray fur. Not brown. Not black, but gray. So I don't know if this was a retiree or what, but 
She said, standing around seven to eight feet in height, the creature, which she noted was far too big and bulky to be a man, moved with surprising speed as it quickly darted back under the cover of the trees. Now, she obviously has not met some of my relatives, but they may not be uh, that way in Ohio. The woman actually was so shaken up, she called the police and had to have her parents drive her home. According to California Bigfoot investigator Matt Moneymaker, a name you know well from Finding Bigfoot series, her story has all the hallmarks of a genuine encounter. Fascinating. Our third story, and you'll do a double take, but here it is. Dead man found in dinosaur. That's right. Dead man found in dinosaur. That's right. In Santa Coloma de Gramine, Barcelona, Spain, a passerby at a museum noticed something suspicious or amiss, rather, in relation to a large statue of a stegosaurus. When the police arrived, they found the missing man's body inside one of the dinosaur's legs, and apparently the man had been climbing on the dinosaur and dropped his cell phone down the mouth. He then proceeded to climb inside to retrieve his mobile phone and got stuck. Wow. An accidental death in 2021. A man found dead in a stegosaurus. And lastly, and this is a great story because it will transition us to our main talking point this evening from the Black Vault. Retired Navy physicist Dr. Bruce Maccabee. Retired Navy physicist Dr. Bruce Maccabee predicts the UAP task force will confirm non-human intelligence by the end of June. Okay. Now, when you get there, he doesn't quite literally say that. But from his experience and knowing how the Navy works, how they operate, and making an assumption, which he says, if these turn out to be or turn out to be deemed extraterrestrial intelligence, here's what the Navy will do. And then kind of goes through what he perceives the policy will be and how the news would be released, or the buzzword we like to use, disclosure. Now, that said, interesting read, but headline a little misleading. You remember when you were little and your mom would only give you a small piece of that pie or that cake that was fresh out of the oven or freshly frosted and you'd just get a little sliver and you don't want more and you would ask for more. Please, mom, please, can I have more? And she would say, no, it will spoil your dinner. This is where I think we're going to be at the end of June. I think, and I said it last week, don't expect anything groundbreaking, except maybe a sliver that will whet your appetite and you'll want more. Now, with all that said, I've got a clip here. Filmmaker Jeremy Corbel, who did an ex- who's done some excellent documentaries, one of which was about Bob Lazar, a must-see if you haven't seen it. I think it's available on Amazon Prime. Jeremy Corbel has released, he's this year's, um, Lou Elizondo, 
he just released a few weeks ago the Pyramid UFO, which made the rounds in every news media outlet possible that exists. He's kind of hinting that he has another video to drop. Um, I've got a clip here from his Twitter account, and let's listen to this, and then we'll comment on the backside. Let's get specific. There are three videos that were released by our government that says these are unidentified. We're talking about $6 million FLIR pods targeting in on enemy combatants. This is stuff we use in war. It's not an iPhone. This is not Instagram. So when these videos come out, there's people that are dead set on isolating information to just the visual thing you're seeing in the video. Okay? There's an ocean of data that is being completely and recklessly dismissed in order to reduce what you're seeing to something prosaic. This does not take a genius. It doesn't even take a smart person to do this. To, to try to warp the data, events, and information into something that is completely explainable, like a bird. However, I won't cuss, but they're effing wrong. That's so he, he makes a valid point. At this point, I think we're beyond people saying it's a bird. And I'm pretty sure we're beyond people saying it's a Russian or Chinese vessel, ship, or otherwise of some type. But he does say something that intrigues me that I haven't really thought of before, and I don't think has been brought up a lot. He talks about, and he's referring to the first three videos, which famously debuted in the New York Times in the fall of 2017, and that is the gimbal go fast and of course the tic tac videos now he knows something he he apparently has some leakers i don't know if they're from the pentagon or naval intelligence or where they're coming from or where he's getting his information from but it's something to think about yeah it's we see one piece but there's a whole lot of and we're seeing piece one piece or excerpt from a video which might be 10 15 minutes long and the audio which there may be a lot more to that mountains of information so there's other kind of data that you can collect when obviously you're a navy vessel off the coast of the pacific or off the coast of california rather or norfolk um but he's kind of alluding to something and i think he's waiting he he He's waiting to drop this next video. I'm not sure what he's waiting on, but maybe he was waiting on the uh, all the noise from the 60 Minutes Luella Zonda interview to die down, which would be about now. Um, but I've got a strong feeling he's got something. I wouldn't be surprised if it gets dropped this weekend, at being Memorial Day weekend, kind of slower news cycle, typically, not always, typically, and a Friday or, or Saturday drop of a video uh, could be in the works. We'll stay tuned. Uh, that said, let's do some more checking in. Not to be ignored, I've gotten several emails from Dr. Stephen Greer. I'm on his email list. You know, and he's talking about the state of Mother Earth now. The state of Mother Earth and how she, which it, or Mother Earth, obviously, she, is likely to start cleaning herself, and then it, it gets pretty deep. He's got a three-hour presentation on his YouTube channel. 
He's also staying on course about the cosmic hoax. Basically, what the cosmic hoax is, according to Dr. Greer, is how covert interests are laying the foundation for a false alien threat and a potential militaristic takeover of the Earth. And it's been going on or being planned, or the foundation rather has been laid, since the early 40s. That said, this cosmic hoax, and for a fact, Dr. Greer thinks that extraterrestrial intelligence is real, but that the powers that be are going to leverage the existence of that for a Project Bluebeam type false flag narrative where aliens are invading and they're really not. Or at least that's my interpretation, and I think that's a pretty good interpretation. Let's move on and let's check in with David Wilcock. This past week, he had his second in a row Thursday night live presentation. But this time, he went back to the future and talked about, wait for it, the 1950s. Yes, happy days are here again. He gave a presentation about benevolent human ETs that have been meeting with top military personnel going all the way back to the 50s and the fact that, yes, they did contact many private citizens beginning in the 1950s and gave several examples and explains it as only David can. Now, you can go out and watch that on his YouTube channel. Um, You could binge watch. Actually, in the last three weeks, he has, I believe around six videos of presentations, usually about three hours a pop. Um, And finally, in our check-in, Linda Moulton Howe. Linda, last week, she did talk a little bit, and her shows are on Wednesday nights on her YouTube channel, Earth Files. She also has her website, earthfiles.com. She talked about the Navy UAPs, obviously, everyone did. Uh, Then she had an awesome guest, and this deviates a little bit from our topic, but it's Whitley Strieber. Um, He is an icon of ufology and the paranormal, a writer, a movie producer. Obviously, you know, several of his books have uh, been turned into movies or television shows. He talked about his new book, Jesus, A New Vision, a non-Christian book. So I have it. I've read it, and I think it's a smash Uh, Basically, it's a look at who Jesus was and how Christianity is actually some separate and distinct movement that basically leveraged Jesus to build its foundation. And so, as you can imagine, it gets pretty deep. It talks about Jesus in that missing gap of time from 13, I believe, to 29, kind of what happens. He's venturing out to the Silk Road, the major trade route at the time, and learns wisdom, gains wisdom rather, and knowledge from Hinduism, the Essenes, and others. Uh, Whitley also discusses the political propping up of Christianity by Constantine and the powers that be, we know it as the Council of Nicaea, of course, to revive the Roman Empire, which at that point in time was basically rotting on the vine. And like a phoenix from the ashes, the Roman Empire rises 
but it's no longer the Roman Empire. It's a powerful religious aristocracy that still thrives today, a la the Catholic Church. Fascinating read. I definitely recommend it. Now, folks, with all this said, back to ufology. And let me bring this up again, and I know I say it at nausea. I'm not the UFO guy. It's the triangle. Keep in mind the triangle. That's ufology, quantum, and spirituality. They're all three connected, and we won't go down that road again, but maybe next week. Folks, don't come at we. Don't, people come at we with, oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. No. And don't listen to anyone trying to tell you, oh, it's this or, oh, it's that. Because it's not just one thing. It's a whole lot of stuff. A whole lot of complicated stuff. And no one single entity knows it all. It's not a medium that's challenging the Arcturian Council. And they're all omnipotent and they're going to save us, as my dog Shelly agrees. And it's not the government, and no, it's not even the military-industrial complex. And it's not even our buddy David Wilcock, who I am sure would admit that he doesn't have all the answers. Okay, time for a little shameless self-promotion. This Saturday, I'm going to be hosting my Spock group, and that's Salem Paranormal Observation Causes and Knowledge. We're going to be over in Roanoke City across from Towers Mall. Yes. Apex is the name of the place. The bottom is a piano store. The top is an education center, holistic education center. Beautiful place. And convenient enough for me, it's a block from the Starbucks, if you know where that is over there. So that's great. So we will, of course, do our paraholistic news meet and greet. Of course, we have our red pill segment where anything goes, but our guest of honor this Saturday is local author and artist Robert E. Soule, who will be having his coming out party talking about his book, The Shadow of Death from the Case Files of Matt Spike, Private Eye. Now, this is a don't miss event. I want you to come out and support Robert. He's a great guy, and we hope to see you there. And folks, one more thing. I must say, we are on the verge of a major breakthrough. We are about to get access to a major modern professional broadcast studio thanks to our good friends at Apex. More info on that to come in the next few weeks. And hey, as always, we welcome your comments. You can email us at thequantum at nebulacalling.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com, mattg.nebula. Twitter at mattg underscore nebula. Instagram is mgregory7spock. And of course, visit us on the web at nebulacalling.com. Become informed, be enlightened, and stay awake. That's all for now. We'll see you next time.